The host Joe, got my calls here, Corey. Hey, what's going good? You know, we got another special guest. He was with us last season. He's gonna come to spit some knowledge again this this season. My boy Roy, what's going on? What's going on? Yo, yo, yeah, man. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Man, not a whole lot. Blessed to see another weekend. Another, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, another, another Super, super Bowl. About to be Super Bowl about Sunday weekend. So we're getting exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. It's been a lot of different things happening um, these past couple weeks, um, especially in all uh, all sports. Um, also in the you know new day and age of 2021, you know we got a new president. In town, you know, shout out to Joe Biden, you know, taking over, trying to, you know, make a difference. <laughs> but just wanted to throw that out. Got there. forty-five out um, of them. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we get some, you know, better leadership. And with that plan that they have going on, hopefully, it uh, comes through because need that twelve hundred. Or fourteen hundred. Actually, Anyways. that two thousand. Give me, uh, give me that two thousand. <laughs> yeah, so well, I, I got my, I got my stimmy early. Oh, I got the six hundred, so I got to get the fourteen hundred. Oh now. man, keep it coming. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna take what I can get. <laughs> um, but another news, another sports news. Um, we have some really good games coming up tomorrow. Uh, AFC and NFC Championship games. Um, we had some heartbreaking losses uh, last week. Um, I was like, um, uh, what's her name that tells fortunes? Miss Cleo? Because I got all my bets right last hey. week. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I profited quite a, quite a bit. I wish um, I could say, I wish but... I could say the <laughs> you because you like to bet with your heart, Corey. You don't, you don't, I do. You don't I, bet with your mind. You, you, you know me. Heart too much. You know me better than almost anybody. You're exactly right. I can't deny that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it, it's all good though. It's all good. Yeah, all good to you, go bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what. It, that's what's because the problem. Um, but yeah, man, we're talking about the Green Bay versus Tampa Bay um, Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bills. Two very interesting games. Who y'all got? Why? What's going on? What's the moves? All right. Uh, man. Go ahead, Roy. Start us off. Yeah. So, I guess first things, the Packers and Bucks. Um, I would have to stay with uh, the Packs, man. Aaron Rodgers has been been hot. <laughs> oh, Dev- Devontae Adams been hot all yeah. season. Um, I don't. I really mm-hmm. think uh, this this game is going to be a high scoring game. Uh, probably, man. We're probably looking at like probably seventy plus points total is what I'm thinking. And uh, mm-hmm. and I think the packs just comes up come out on top. Uh, I know the Bucks have all that talent, but I just I just don't see it, man. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, and also, Corey, I, I, I'm not a fan of Tom Brady. I'll be honest with you. So, <laughs> not a hater. I respect them, but 
you know. <laughs> Understandable, you know what I'm saying? You got to have some enemies out there. <laughs> well, go ahead. Uh, yeah, man, so I'm actually uh, leaning the same way. Um, so I'm definitely leaning on the Packers side on that game. So uh, once again, definitely going to be a high-scoring affair. That's that's for sure. I see both teams surpassing probably 40 points in this game. Ooh. So it's definitely going to be a shootout. Have the over. Um <laughs> Yeah, for that's sure. Gonna big be time, big time that's going to be fun. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, but, yeah, man, I see – at the end of the day, I see Aaron Rodgers getting it done. Um, when you talk about going into the playoffs, no matter what sport it is, it's all about that momentum uh, and, you know, who's hot at that time. Yeah, the Bucks are gaining momentum, but, man, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are red hot right now. Um, and I just – I don't see the Bucks being able to slow them down or stop them. Um, I, I know Joe can't wait to hop in and just tear this apart. But trust me, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling. You, I believe in the goat, but man, I also believe in the angry Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's what we're gonna get come Sunday. Hello. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. Hello. He must have tuned us out. All this I, I know, right? I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Let us have it. I already know you're about to. Oh, man. So, I've learned a long time ago. I've told people this a very long time ago. Um, in Brady, we trust. And I say that for a reason, okay? Um. You guys made very good points. <laughs> like, it sounds amazing, right? But experience beats talent every time, okay? Um, when you have gone through the the losses and the wins, more wins than losses, that, you know, we're starting to really see um, if it's Belichick or Brady, you know what I'm saying? And obviously it's Brady. It's been Brady. Um, granted, he's learned a lot from Belichick, but that killer instinct and that clutch gene, that that <laughs> that came from him. You know what I'm saying? So uh those comebacks that he that he's come back and win Super Bowls with Atlanta, with uh the Rams. With, I mean, the Seahawks. Well, granted, that was a play. Um, but still, like, it's time and time and time again, he's always coming through. And um, Brady owned Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. Not preseason. In the regular season, I'm sorry. This year. Um, and, granted, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to be a close game. It's playoffs, so things could happen, but man, Brady is special, okay, and I said this in the beginning, like, in, I think in June, the Super Bowl's in Tampa, okay, mm-hmm. and there's no way that Tom Brady's not gonna be in Tampa at the Super Bowl. <laughs> 
it's, he's gonna be in Tampa, you know, on his couch at the Super Bowl. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, he'll be there. Stadium, <laughs> he'll be there. Stadium. It's, it's, it's a perfect story, bro. It's a perfect story. I feel like that was one of the main reasons he wanted to come to Tampa Bay too, because he knew it was in Tampa Bay, the Super Bowl. He already had his calendar marked. And <laughs> um, bro, I mean, I told I told Corey this the other day about. Um, Alabama and OSU, like, stop betting with your heart. It's experience wins all the time. They blew out Alabama. So I knew it was going to blow them out. But, like, what happened in that game? Justin Fields couldn't get it going. They just got demoralized the whole game. And that's what's going to happen in the NFL with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. It's just no one thought that it was going to beat the Saints. The Saints killed them all year. Even when it mattered. All that matters. You can hate Tom Brady as much as you want. But I want, I learned one thing a long time ago and Tom Brady we trust. That's all I got to <laughs> say, man. That's all I got to say. I, I understand that, but you can't you can't also discount Aaron Rodgers and the clutch gene. Uh, I think he's arguably one of the best fourth quarter quarterbacks, also. Um, and and I I don't know what you guys think about this, but it looks like it's gonna snow um, during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I know Brady is used to it in New England, but um, I think that also affects things. <laughs> like true. Yeah, I mean that that Lambo home field advantage is, is definitely going to be in For play. Sure. Um, and let let me say this, uh, Mr. Joe, how you feel about Tampa Bay being an underdog in this game? You feel like that might be motivation? You feel like Vegas has it wrong? Because oh, last yeah. time I checked, uh, Vegas Vegas is pretty pretty smart. So Vegas has been wrong. Vegas has been wrong too a lot of times. However, um, granted the variables, it 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 matters. Um, but you know, the underdog is cool. I mean, I, I that's what I expect. I mean, Green Bay is the number mm-hmm. one seed. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I expect mm-hmm. them to be underdogs the way they finished the season and how they had some 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 undescribable losses. You know, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, this year and it's cool. You know, Tampa Bay. I mean, the Bucks. Not Tampa Bay. The Green Bay Packers have been solid, very consistent. Um, and Aaron Rodgers, I think, is my MVP. Um, so I'm not discrediting him because um, he had a great year, a very good year. Um, so did Josh Allen. I think it's between them two, in my opinion. Um, but, I mean, the conditions doesn't matter. <laughs> the uh, – I feel like the game um, and what what matters is the is what the game stands for, and it's to go to the Super Bowl. And it's really going to be who wants it more. And I already know who's going to want it more. Um, not saying that Aaron Rodgers is not going to want it more, but, like, he's playing a dog that, that is going to go tooth and nail. So he's going to have to – pretty much go up two touchdowns before Tom Brady even gets a chance. That's the only chance I see Aaron Rodgers winning. 
I, I get that. Uh, it has to be a hot start. If he doesn't have a hot start and Tom Brady gets the lead early, it's over. It's over. Mm-hmm. Vegas can kiss that goodbye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Well, well, I do see this game coming down to the wire. Um, I can see it somewhat like a, mm-hmm. a last-minute or last two-minute drive um, to win the game. Um, that's definitely something I can I can see. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way, whether it be the Bucks or the, or the Packers mm-hmm. win. Um so I, I think I think you're absolutely right. It, it comes to who wants it more and who gets the ball last. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, that's very true. Um, and their defense, um, I, I'm going to put them in a category as – I hate to compare them to this team, but the New York Giants, when they beat Tom Brady, um, I think in 2012, they weren't that good all year, but they had a hot streak. They literally barely made it to the playoffs and that's one out. That's because their defense clicked. Everything clicked. And what I think they finished their record like what nine and seven or ten and seven end up winning the whole thing. Just cause they just cause they clicked. They didn't have a great season, but they just mm-hmm. clicked in the matter in the moments when it mattered. Um on all aspects, not just offense, but defense. And I think their defense is better than Green Bay's, in my opinion. Everyone's clicking on that team. John Pierre-Paul, um, Devin White, Shaq Barrett, Sue. Like, all those boys are game-time mode. So I'm not just speaking Tom Brady. I'm speaking the team and defense. Like, they literally – they they <laughs> – if you watch the Saints game last week, they literally killed their offense, Drew Brees. Michael Thomas did not have a catch. Yeah, uh, not, absolutely. He did not catch the ball. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Drew, Drew Brees is no Aaron Rodgers. And Drew, so. yeah, but hold on, right but hold on. We're talking about divisional champion. We're talking about a team that beat them 45-3 to in a regular season. Uh-huh. Okay? So we're talking about a team that literally destroyed the Bucks. And you had your best player didn't catch a ball. You shut down the um, the running back of the of the year, pretty much offensive player of the year. Twenty one touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, like no one and Drew Brees, arguably one of the best quarterbacks. You have I, you give him four I, turnovers. Like, come on! I, I get that, but I feel like Drew Brees hasn't been. It wasn't really hasn't been Drew Brees this year. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, to counter your point on the defense, I will say that uh, the Packers also has some ballers on the defense. You got Jair Alexander, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, who's been you know they've all been balling too. So yeah, thanks. So it, it's it's really, I think. You know, kind of like going back to what we were saying earlier, it's really it's a really close matchup. <laughs> um, you can go either way, and and I, I think the home between the home field advantage and and Aaron Rodgers also, you know, being clutch. I think I think it, it leans. I would have to lean. That's why I'm leaning that way to the Green Bay. <laughs> I understand. I understand, man. Uh, anything else you want to say, Corey? Hello? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else you want to say? Uh, 
I'm gonna save it for off air because I don't I don't think it's legal to bet on the air. So uh, hit, hit, hit me after this is over. So what Before... about this? Um, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'll say before we move on. Who do you think uh, is the MVP of that game? Will will be will be the MVP of that game? Other than the quarterbacks. Ooh, a good question. Mm, to me, it's gonna be Godwin. Godwin's gonna be the difference maker. Mm. I, gotcha. I think so. I I, 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 th- I just think he's gonna have a big game. Um, mm. now, uh, yeah, as far as like the MVP of the game, that's my personal opinion. You know, I don't know if that's really gonna happen, but I mean. We'll see. Mm. I just think he's gonna have a really big game. Antonio Brown's not playing um, mm-hmm. that game, so he's gonna need a big game for sure. Exactly from him. I'm gonna say Aaron Jones. I'm gonna <laughs> say because every, every year you can count on Aaron Jones to have at least one or two games, kind of like Alvin Kamara did about a week ago. One of those games where he just goes stupid and scores, you know, three or four touchdowns with you know, 150, 200 yards. And I think he's due for one of those games, especially with, like you said, the weather conditions in this game. Um, you know, Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they're going to get theirs, right? But I could see Aaron Jones being like a sneaky MVP for this game. So watch out for that, especially if uh, there is, you know, that rough snow weather we were talking about because it could make it perfect for the running game and a short passing game. Yeah, run heavy for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly yeah. who I was going to say was Aaron Jones being the difference. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think that that could put him over the top right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, so what about the next game? We got another game. Um, that's after that, and uh, Is there? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it seems like I could have sworn the Chiefs were already in the Super Bowl. Am I missing something? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Pump your brakes now. Pump your brakes. Oh, okay. There's still a game um, to be played. There is a game to <laughs> oh. be played. Um, there they do have the Bills, which is no slouch. Um, yeah. with a banged up Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I mean, I don't know he's probably not that banged up right now, but um, yeah, man, that I think that game is going to be very interesting. Um, I think that's going to be a high scoring game as well. Um, but I'll let y'all, you know, give y'all picks. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, really not too much to say over here with me. Uh, <laughs> let me congratulate the Bills to an amazing season. Uh, they played <laughs> outstanding. Let me congratulate Josh Allen to another spectacular season. Uh, I was not a believer at the beginning of the year, but I am now. I think he's the truth. Uh, Stephon Diggs, I didn't think that he would turn out to be such a different maker, difference maker. I thought he would really regret that move uh, coming and leaving uh, the Vikings. But with all that being said, no competition. <laughs> no competition. No competition. You got Patrick Mahomes at, at all. Patrick, wow. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and a fully healthy squad. Like, come on now. What have we seen to show me anything different from last year that anybody could stop this man? Because I, I haven't seen anything. Unless I missed something, I haven't seen anything showing me that anybody could stop this man. I don't care how hot the Bills are right now. Um, unless he catches COVID like the day before the game or during the game. <laughs> uh, there's nothing stopping this man. He could still be concussed for all I care. There's nothing stopping this man <laughs> from making it back to the Super Bowl. So that's my take on that. Uh, I, I see Chiefs winning by two touchdowns, not even close. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I got you. Fair enough. 
but with me, said. I'm all aboard the Bills Mafia train. Let's go ahead, Josh Allen. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just been a difference maker. He's definitely leveled up this year. Um, I know the Chiefs, they are the favorites. They're the Super Bowl champs. Um, but I'm rooting for the upset, man. I am hoping and, and rooting for the upset. I see Josh Allen uh, being able to throw it all over the yard, too. Um, similar to the Bucks packers game, I do think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as the the Bucks packers game. But I do definitely see him scoring a lot. Um, uh between between the two teams. Uh, but I am all aboard the, the Josh Allen train and the Bills Mafia. Um, you know, uh, I think one of the things that will also make a difference is Josh Allen's legs, um, you know, being able to run around and make plays too. Uh, so um, that's that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> You're going to get your upset. Trust me. You're real upset when you, see the, <laughs> when you see these Chiefs run over these Bills. Trust me. Real upset. <laughs> Wow, um, man, I think I gotta. I think I, I want to. It's a tough one, um, just because the Bills are no joke. I I I closely watched the game that they played um, the other day, um, not against the Colts. They played the Ravens. The Ravens, that they beat the Ravens, right? Everyone was picking the Bill, the Ravens to win that game because they said the same thing. They thought um, Lamar Jackson was better. Um, his team is better. Defense is better. Um, and I, I didn't think so. I knew the Bills had something special. And um, their defense, um, Trayman, I think his name is, Big dude with uh, the dreads, Tremaine Johnson or something like that. Yep. Oh um, yeah, yeah. That he he's a beast of a linebacker, um, and really stopped the run. Um, they have some good corners on the edge. Uh, they still got Josh Norman, which people think he's wrote off and think he's not that good, but he's pretty solid. He's pretty good. Um, still. And he's he's playing very electrifying. Um, I like the I like the Bills a lot. I like them to win the game. Um, you know, I just don't want to sit here and say that Patrick Mahomes and that team is just gonna blow them out um, because they're special. Um, the only thing, the only reason why I think that they're gonna be in contention. Is because their their um, Buffalo's run game is a little bit more healthier than theirs. Um, they have healthier backs. Uh, they have really good backs um, with Zach Moss and uh, Singletary, mm-hmm. and their and Kansas City's um, running game is a little bang up. Literally, almost all of them, except for mm-hmm. uh, Darnell or Daryl Williams or whatever his name is. Um, and like you need a running game, so yeah, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Travis Kelsey, all these boys, um, a lot of weapons, but I think it's gonna be really close, man. I, I have to agree with Roy, 
I think the Bills are going to win. But I think by just – it's going to be close. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be it's gonna mm-hmm. be very 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 close. Um, I can't just give it straight to them. So we we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to that game for sure. Um, but other than that, man, it's gonna be a really good um, divisional championship. Um, Sunday, and it's going to be a fun one for both of those games. The best matchups of this year that we predicted. So, um, looking forward to that. Um, speaking of which, um, we're going to talk a little bit of the NBA. Um, some things, some moves have been made, and um, want to see what y'all think about it. Uh, so Kyrie, well, let's just put it out there this way. There's been a blockbuster trade. Um, I know the last time we spoke, the trade didn't happen. It was all speculation, (laughs) but now it is finally done. James Harden is at the Brooklyn Nets with a 14 deal, 14, um, blockbuster deal with, um, Karis LeVert. Torian Prince, Jared Allen, um, and a lot of other moving parts. Victor Oladipo going to Houston. Jared Allen and Torian Prince going to the Cavaliers. And Karis LeVert going to Indiana Pacers. Um, So, this team going to win it all. And with all the Kyrie noise going on, I think that he should be traded. With all the things that he had going on this past couple of days, does he hurt the team or does he make that team what it is? Well, I guess to start off with, um, I believe since Kyrie has came back, they've been 0-2 after the trade. Uh, yeah. lost, lost both times for the Cavs. Um, personally, uh, I would love to see um, – I would love to see – I just don't think that team works like as it is right now with Kyrie. I know they're all superstars. They have ball handlers, but I would love to see Kyrie be traded for someone like Bradley Beal. Um, mm. Something along those lines, give him a shooter that doesn't need the ball in their hands. Um, more of a spot up and can, and can also score. Um, I think, I think that would be a, a better option for the team personally. Uh, with that being said, uh, I still got to go with my Lakers <laughs> um, in terms of uh, the team to beat, um, especially with the debt that the Lakers added this season uh, compared to what they had last season. I think they're, they're, they're just a more complete team. Um, also, who's going to stop AD on, on the Nets? Uh, I just, I don't know. I just don't see it. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let, let, let me let me hear you, Corey. Um, I know we've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, yeah man. Nothing um, ever happened. Yeah. Now it's exciting that it actually did get done. I will say that it's huge news for the the NBA. Um, I think that entire week, like literally every single channel, that's all I heard about all day long was just the trade. So that that was a huge thing to bring some drama to the league. I think that was dope. Um, all I will say is I think this trade guarantees 
the Nets a spot in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's about all I can say. Uh, mm-hmm. it, no, I don't think so as of right now. Um, but we've seen this narrative plenty of times before. Whenever you form these new big threes or big twos or whatever the case may be, it takes time for them to figure out how to work out together, how to play together, how to gel. Um, and I think that's what we're seeing right now with these two losses to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. shout, shout out Colin yeah. Sexton. Shout out Colin Sexton. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Shout out Young Bull. Yeah, Young Bull. He was hooping. Yeah. He was hooping. Big time. Big Not going to lie. Big time. Yeah, him and Jared Allen both hooping. So shout out mm-hmm. to them, but uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, obviously it's gonna take some time for them to gel, and uh, now figuring out who's gonna score that's obviously no big thing because all of them can drop thirty in one night. I didn't think mm-hmm. it could be done, but apparently it can be done. But <laughs> as as we clearly see, the issue is defense. It's a glaring a glaring mm, issue yep. is who's gonna step up and play defense uh, without that anchor in the middle, um, without any of them really stepping up and committing on the defensive end. It looks like that's where they're going to fall a little short. So I think they can outshoot and outscore anybody in the East. Um, but when it comes to the championship game, which is going to be the Lakers, hands down, uh, man, someone's going to step up and play D because the Lakers are going to play defense. I can guarantee you. That. And defense wins championships, man. Yeah, and defense wins championships. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, that's my view on that. But as far as Kyrie being traded and all that, no, I don't think it's necessary. Um, I think they can all work together. Um, I honestly feel like if Kyrie wants to sit out, that's fine too. Like he's just added luxury because KD and Harder can get it done on their, on their own. If you ask me, um, pretty much, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> pretty so, much. Yeah. I, I think they'll figure out that whole dynamic in top of the championship, but I still don't quite see them winning at all. But uh, we'll see, we'll see. There's still that man out there they call the king in, in the West, so we'll see. <laughs> huh. Um, I'm gonna put my little two cents on it. Uh, so very understandable points. Um, definitely makes a lot of sense. Uh, was the move for James Harden to Brooklyn a really good move? Yes. Um, I think it was on their part. Um, they really got a really good score, um, passer and a person that knows the game of basketball. Um, Kyrie, I think, is going to be the person that hurts that squad. Um, just because, I mean, without him, I mean, they were at 2-0. and And then he came, and then they lost 0-2. Um, granted, it's going to take time. There are a lot of high-powered offensive players on that squad to where it's like how, you know what I'm saying, how, how are we going to figure all this stuff out? Um, because there should have been no reason why they lost with Kyrie and KD scoring over 36 points and James Harden having a triple-double 20-point game. Like, there should be no reason why they, they lost. Um, Absolutely. But um, the, that, you know, that defense is a monster. And uh, if you can't rebound – um, the ball as much like and get those second chance putbacks. That's gonna hurt you. Um, I I can see them coming out of the East right now. No, of course not. Of course not. The Sixers look amazing. Um, they look really solid, and um, Joel Embiid is on a mission. Um, 
to becoming MVP esque uh, this year. Yep. He's having that type of game um, this year. Um, out of the West, um, you know, I said this last year, but um, I think the Clippers are gonna. I think I, I think the Clippers are gonna snap out of it. Okay. And I mean by snapping out of it, they're going to just get back to where they were supposed to be and eventually show the West who's who's truly, you know, the person in L.A. Granted, I heard everything y'all said. I know what the Lakers got, okay? However, <laughs> they have something special over there. I'm um, not saying because Doc left that, you know what I'm saying, that 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 was a reason, but um, they they had some small acquisitions, um, not big, huge names, but difference makers, and you know, brought back the same crew to where they have depth on the bench, and um, to where I think that they're gonna eventually get back into their zone. But I guess to answer the question, I mean, I still see them. Those three players can't fail. Okay. Yeah. Um, like you have the best, arguably the top five, maybe top ten, depending on where you want to put Kyrie, um, players on one squad. Okay, on literally one squad. Um, what I sub the game. I, I think that would work out a lot better. Um, putting game in that era and um and seeing how that works. Um, because I think Dame is more of a a team first guy. Yeah. But also can give you forty at the same time, but he knows how to turn it on. And when he plays with people like that, I think it'll just come easy. You know what I'm saying? And he'll be able to relish to and he also plays defense mm-hmm. low-key. Yep. Kyrie Absolutely. don't play Not defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really doesn't. I think that's one of the biggest issues, like, in terms of when they go up against teams that can that have guards that can score, you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. And they think they're just going to outscore them. And you need to play some type of defense on the other end so that they won't score. Like, Sexton was giving them mm-hmm. buckets. Mm-hmm. I, granted, I, Sexton's a good player, no disrespect, but like, but he's not an all star. He's not at least not yet. You know, no. he's not. He's not. That <laughs> not yet. No. And then also, uh, I I know you mentioned it, but they're rebounding. I didn't realize against the Cavs, um, their last game they played, they got out rebounded fifty to twenty nine, and that's just a yeah. huge gap in terms of second chance or even getting the ball back. You know, that's terrible. It's terrible. Of course, you're gonna lose the person who. Out rebounds the most wins the game every time. Yeah, like literally every time. If you look at the stat sheet, you look at the rebounds on the winning squad, you see like all the stats add up to where, unless it was just a lucky shot. But other than that, all the stats lead up to that person, that team winning, less turnovers, all that stuff. So it's the little things, man, and rebounding is a big, big thing. And DeAndre Jordan, um, yeah, he's taking on this role and he's um and he's stepping up. Um, but but he's gonna have to average 
12 rebounds a game to to keep up with, you know, everyone on that level. So, I mean, we'll see. And losing KD, hopefully he doesn't stay out too long, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. That's a, a good point that you made there. Um, I do want to go back to what you said about the Clippers real we, quick, uh, if you don't mind. Um, uh, yeah, sure. The, I, I also, I mean, I get it. I like their squad, their additions. With I believe they added Luke Kennard, if I'm not mistaken, and and a, a couple other pieces. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing with them is, are their stars going to show up in the playoffs? You know what I mean? Um, I think yeah. I mean Kawhi has proven it, but yeah. last year against the Nuggets in in Game Seven, he he wasn't what we thought Kawhi should be or what we think Kawhi should be. Um, sure. And obviously, we know sure. playoff P. Um, <laughs> we know what's the situation with that. <laughs> so I think it comes down to that. Um, at the end of the day, are your stars going to perform in the playoffs? Um, with the Lakers and LeBron, they proved it last year. LeBron has proven it over and over again. Um, and then, uh, like, I think the biggest thing is just the added depth that the Lakers have between um, Schroeder, um, Trez, and uh, don't forget about THT out of nowhere. You know, kind of becoming a player on his own, and then Caruso obviously yeah. off the bench. So, um, I, I think I personally think that's going to be the Western Conference Finals between those two. And in the East, if I would have to predict right now, yeah. I'll probably go. Um, I'd probably go Nets Sixers, uh, and um, that that would be kind of fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, respectable, respectable. Um... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to oh, this yeah. season. It's it's been. We were talking about it, like how it was gonna work um, with COVID still around and all these things happening, and it seems like they're you know having everything in order and in place for the season to continue and to not stop. Um, granted, there's some teams that are going through a lot of. COVID protocols and which is the Wizards. Um, they have like six players that that had got COVID and that's why they haven't been seen and in a Grizzlies, while. The Grizzlies, if I'm mistaken. Right? Um, but yeah, and the Grizzlies, yeah, the Grizzlies. Um, so I need my boy Bill to get up out of there, though, man. I know Westbrook just got there. I get he, it. He needs free yeah, free Bradley Beal. <laughs> Please, like, please. I need to put a petition out. Golly. Wait, <laughs> Joe Biden, you hear me. Just free my man. Lay him out of Washington. Hey, give me one more pardon. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> one more. One more, one more thing. One more thing. No, definitely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Um, We're going to go back to the NFL for a little bit, man. Um, talk about a lot of these off-season things that's been happening. Um, but one quick question. I know I talked about them earlier. Um, it could be a yes or no, or you could elaborate. Um, is Lavar Jackson overrated? Ooh. Um, that's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, now I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it. I mean, uh, I think it's a tough one. Ooh, I want to say yes. However, however, I want to. I want. 
he needs a number one receiver. He needs he needs something there. Um, uh, just Marquise Brown and Des Bryant isn't what Des Bryant used to be. Um, he just doesn't have that number one. Uh, as you can see with Josh Allen, as soon as he's got Stephon Diggs, he leveled up his game. Um, I think if, let's say, the Ravens this obviously yeah. then go out and sign Allen Robinson, then we can determine whether Lamar Jackson's over, like, actually overrated or not. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's, that, that's a big factor mm-hmm. in, in that. Um, uh, but as of now, if you ask me as of now, I would have to say yes. Um, uh, again, my hope is this offseason they get somebody, whether it be Allen Robinson, whether it be Galladay, whether it be, you know, uh, uh, heck, even Juju. You know, <laughs> like, like some uh, an actual receiver. Yeah, that would be that would be funny. <laughs> that would be that would be funny if they get Juju on there. Um, I, I like those. I like those uh, players that you that you named. Um, yeah, uh, Corey, yeah no, like you said, those are great ideas for some free agent acquisitions. Um, I'm on the same boat as you. I don't think he's overrated. Uh, I think the issue is that people just went too crazy over last season um you know his his sophomore season and we talked about this way back uh last season on our show with jay shaw i still remember the shout out jay shaw uh, <laughs> we just said that man people were just going too yeah. crazy uh over the hype of his you know his breakout season um i mean the man he just exploded onto the scene faster than he was supposed to and that's definitely not his fault you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i think it's the fans fault for thinking that he could repeat that record-setting season you know it's something that's never been done before you can't expect somebody to come out and do that again um number one the league catches up to you you know they got film on you they understand your game they understand the plan um and then number two like Mm -hmm. it was just it was a record-setting season you can't set records you know (laughs) you can't keep breaking your own records you know what i mean so uh keep in mind this man just turned 24 this month 24 yeah Still got milk on his on his mm-hmm. on his mustache, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's still Pretty young. Much. This is just his third season. Yeah. Uh, he's taken the Ravens to the playoffs twice in three seasons. You know, basically both seasons as, as him as a full time starter, they've been to the playoffs. So, um, the man is on track. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Um, it's just people need to calm down. I don't. I won't say it's overrated because uh, he's on track for where he's supposed to be as a third year quarterback. Um, but I think people just need to chill. Let this man continue to progress and stop expecting so much from, like I said, just a, a third-year guy. Um, and with once again a, a not so great supporting cast, um, like where I mentioned, he needs that number one receiver. And honestly, the running game is not well. Their backfield is not the best either. Um, J.K. Dobbins, I think he'll develop into a nice young star, but he's not there yet. Um, Gus the Bus is just you know he, he's a solidified backup. I don't see him being a number one. And uh, Mark Ingram, that man just disappeared. I think it's time for him to retire. So, yeah, I mean, if he can get a better support system, then I think we can expect <laughs> yeah. more. But for now, I think he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I mean, for sure, your front, Corey. I think a lot of people just expected the world and thought that he was, you know – basically take mm-hmm. going to take him to the promised land and um i think there's a lot more into um a quarterback than just taking him to the promised land um when it comes to that uh 
Cam Newton, they want to try to compare him to Mike Vick and Cam Newton. Cam Newton did run the ball, but he was also a great pocket passer. Okay. Um, he he knew how to do it with his legs, but he didn't rely on it. And you can't rely on your legs all the time as a QB um, every time. Like, he wants to run the ball way more than he wants to throw mm-hmm. the ball. I think, um, you know, yes, him getting a, a legit number one. I, I don't think Marquise Brown is that. I think he's a really good receiver when he gets the ball. He mm-hmm. don't get the ball. And he's even argued about it on social media and has been open about it. Like, yeah. throw well, me the ball. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? And the last couple of times that he's thrown the ball, uh, touchdown or 50 yards there or 30 yards there. Like when he's thrown Marquise Brown the ball, it's it's easy 30 yards or 40 yards. But he wants to run the ball every play. Like he would take it away from the running back just to go run it. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool. He's very talented as a runner. He's very, very talented. But I've yet to see him just sit there and throw the whole game. Granted, is that his game? No. But is that what he needs to start doing? Yes. That's that, that as a quarterback, that is your job to be a quarterback and and see the see the field and see your players and throw it to them. Because I feel like if he gets to a person like Allen Roberts or Kenny Galladay, <laughs> I still think he's gonna run the ball. Is he gonna is he gonna throw it? Because he has a deep threat. He's had deep threats. Mark, uh, Mark Andrews, not yeah, a Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? He's a really good tight end that should be averaging 1,000 yards a season. But he doesn't because you got, you know, quick feet that wants to run every It's almost play. like an instinct thing. So, like that's his first instinct is to run rather than be a quarterback. His first instinct is to run. And yes, because it's like, when he wants to, when he wants to mm-hmm. throw, he's like he panics, and then he, and then he, and he settles down because he every play he just wants to run. If you literally pay attention to Mark, um, Lamar Jackson, it's like he's so confident in running. You know what I'm saying? And he's been very good at getting between the tackles and outside the lines and breaking through and going that. But when he's getting ready to pass, he's very fidgety. He's not like. Not that he's not like unconfident at all because he can throw the ball, but I'm saying like he's very fidgety, he's not mm-hmm. like he's not in this comfort zone when he throws the ball almost, and that's why I feel like he's overrated because a person that is not confident or doesn't feel confident in the pocket, and if you just study and watch other football players or quarterbacks, like how calm they are in the pocket, no, definitely. They don't. They don't worry about certain things. They just look at the field, and that's the last thing on their mind is the run. Yeah, like the first thing in a Lamar Jackson mind is to run. Well, I was gonna say if you take even if you take like a Josh Allen now, you know, watching him, um, I I feel like yeah, I feel like Correct. in his rookie season or prior years, he tend he tended to run more or look to run more. Now he's actually kind of staying in the pocket. Kind of looking for that throw, looking for that seam that he needs, you know. 
Yep. Looking for that deep ball, looking for that player. Um, and granted, and, and it did that a lot do with Stefan Diggs? Yeah. I mean, granted, Josh Allen mm-hmm. had a good season last year. That's when he started coming on the rise. Um, without a Stephon Diggs. He had John Brown, yep. Cole Beasley. You know what I'm saying? And and started to get on the rise mm-hmm. and shoot, he made the playoffs. Um, so with Stephon Diggs, his numbers yeah, he... elevated, not him. He already knew he already knew like what it took to get to that next level. But with Stephon Diggs, it just like overcame he became mountains. Elite. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He just took over. Yeah. Yeah, he can't he became a yep. He became almost an MVP. And we'll see. You know what I'm saying? He still could. Um, and I feel like that's what, you know, uh Lamar Jackson needs to do. Just take a time to like focus on passing the ball. Yes, it's good to get uh three thousand yards and rush for a thousand twice in one year, but it doesn't mean any like twice back to back. But it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. if you keep losing when it matters. Because everyone knows you're going to run the ball. Yeah. Literally. Definitely. Everybody knows it's, you're going to run the ball. Now you can just spy him or have somebody there watch him. And, and yeah. Exactly. And, and that's it. And that's it. So, um, in my opinion, he's overrated. But, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to be too harsh. Because, like Corey said, yes, he's in his third year. Um, but he's gonna have to show me something, man. He's gonna have to throw. I mean, I'm nobody, but what I'm saying is he's gonna have to at least, um, you know, throw an average um, quarterback to throw <laughs> for a season for about 4,000 yards. Um, 4,000 yards, throw about 25 touchdowns. And um, twenty to twenty-five, mm-hmm. and that's an average elite quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like that's that's something he needs to start doing to get to the next level, and maybe he'll see an improvement um, with the Ravens moving forward. If they give if they give him a number one, that'd be great too. That'd be great too. But we'll see Absolutely. if he's going to actually use them. Um. But yeah, man. Other than that, um, we got we can talk about this briefly. But Haskins, Dwayne Haskins, he got uh, signed to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, is that is that like big news? You think to y'all, or is that do you think that's like a? Just he a has potential, up? but he would I be think cool. I just don't see it. <laughs> Yeah, that's fake news. Yeah. Fake news. I think I think that's how I would have to evaluate that. <laughs> he has the potential, but it's not. I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah, saying no, I see him being a solid backup at his best. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, he might step in and he might be the next Chad Henney. You know what I mean? Like step in when you really need him uh, for one or two, one or two plays in the playoffs when he starts mm-hmm. hurt. But I don't ever see him being you know a threat as a starter in the NFL. Definitely not. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Oh no, yeah. I think and the it's, Steelers um, go ahead. Should uh the Steelers option should definitely be more so uh draft like a Mac Jones this year or or like a Kyle Trass and and go from yeah. there in terms of a Ben's replacement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, he's just definitely in an insurance policy. He's definitely totally. not looking to replace Roethlisberger or anything like that. Just the insurance policy and uh and two, I don't know if people know, but 
uh, Haskins and Mike Tomlin actually had the same agent. So might have been a little uh, little influence going on there, too. Mm. But I will say I, I do think he can maybe possibly rebuild his reputation um, with the structure that Mike Tomlin does have there. Because, um, you know, Pittsburgh is known to be, you know, uh, a place of a lot of structure, you know what I mean? And that man, Mike Tomlin, does not play. So hopefully he can he can rebuild his image. But in terms of rebuilding his career and his trajectory, uh, I think that's pretty much over with for him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I totally agree, man. Um, I mean, I saw the move and I was like, uh, is this something, you know, worth talking about? Um, I, I think it was. I mean, just because I think Haskins is not a scrub. Um, um, but he just needs to be in the right place. Um, was was um, the Washington football team the right place? Possibly not for his growth as a quarterback. I think he has a lot of potential, a lot of potential to do some great things. And that's like you, Corey said, um, you know, that structure is what's needed. So um, hopefully he gets the right guidance and the right influence to be what he needs to be and gets that chance to um, – to prevail in his career. So we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um, but yeah, man, this is definitely a good topic. I've been waiting to talk about um, before we get into anything else. Um, Philip Rivers just announced his retirement, right? Is he a Hall of Famer? Does Philip Rivers deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'll jump right in. I'll say uh, absolutely, without a doubt. Um, As long as we're not talking about NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, Now, we're talking about, you know, (laughs) San Diego Chargers Uh, Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Uh, Trash-talking Hall of Fame? Oh, without a doubt. Uh, (laughs) Role model Hall of Fame? Most definitely. Absolutely. Most kids Hall of Fame. Oh, He's up there, number one, first ballot. Absolutely. He's got a lot of kids. But uh, if we're talking ballot. about National Football League, Hall of Fame, uh, a.k.a. one of the best quarterbacks in history, oh, uh, no, sir, absolutely not. Not not even a chance. <laughs> not even a chance. <laughs> Sorry, God, Uncle Phil, not a chance. Uh, and, I mean, I can give you a long laundry list of reasons why. Uh, but number one, I mean, the most obvious, the man has no chip. Uh, yeah. And to my knowledge, I don't believe he even has a Super Bowl appearance. So he never even come close to a chip. And yes, the man ranks fifth all time <laughs> in, in passing, which is impressive. But when you play for 20 seasons, you know, you kind of just accumulate stats like that. It kind of just happens. You know what I mean? If you keep breathing, you go live a long time. That's just the way it works. So... I mean, <laughs> sorry to be so harsh. <laughs> the man's a good dude. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, like I said, NFL man of the year, like all that. Like role model of the year, all that. For sure. Get that man a jacket. But when it comes to <laughs> National Football Hall oh, of Fame, no, I'm sorry. He just does not make the cut. Great player. Awesome quarterback. Top tier. But whatever, consider him to be, you know, elite or in the GOAT conversation or a game changer. Uh, absolutely not. No, nah, just, she's just not there for me. I'm sorry. So. It's a no for me, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's a no for me. I mean, he oh, pretty man. much said what go I was going to say. It's, it's just I don't 
I don't think he's performed <laughs> up to a standard of what a Hall of Famer should be. You know, I think I think a Hall of if you, unless you're Dan Marino, um, I think a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think a, a Super Bowl appearance, you know, or a Super Bowl, uh, uh, obviously, winning Super Bowls or even a Super Bowl appearance should be almost like a requirement because that shows you're able to elevate your team to the highest point of the game. Whereas Philip Rivers. Unfortunately, just isn't there, you know. And that never, never experienced that in his in his career. I don't think. Okay. Um, wow, y'all. Um, I, I I agree, but disagree based off the stats. Okay. Um, he he has pretty impressive stats. And when it comes to being a Hall of Famer um, in any sport, um, he he kind of reads, I guess, when it comes to the requirement of being like a, a second ballot Hall of Famer. First ballots normally have those accolades, um, but I mean... The man's thrown over 63,444 yards in 17 seasons, um, 421 yards, no, 421 touchdowns. Um, I mean, and he's had almost every season he's played in. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six. He has four over 4,000 yard passing yards um, seasons. His highest was 4,710 yards. I mean, granted, these are these are good quarterback football stats. As far as his playoff appearances, I feel like he's always been – he's had bad luck too. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to his conference – um, his division, <laughs> like he's always had teams that were just better than him. Like, granted, like he, he could have done all he could have done. Um, when it comes to like playing the game and getting this team uh, to the playoffs and things of that nature. I mean, LT. Yeah. I mean, um. LT is one of the greatest quarterbacks, or not quarterback, running backs, like to yeah. play the game. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Or play with Antonio Gates too, one of the best tight ends so, ever touched the field. Like, well, see, that's the thing. It's if you're playing with other Hall of Famers, but and you're the quarterback, yeah. I feel like I feel like you have more responsibility. Maybe I'm being biased towards quarterbacks, but I just feel like you have more responsibility. I totally agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. Like with that tor- that quarterback, you know, on your chest, that team captain, all that stuff. Um, he he has the expectations of getting his team somewhere, especially with the talent he's had over the years. Um, I think what he did this year was very impressive. To be to be uh, older quarterback on a first year. Uh, on his first year at a new squad, take him to the playoffs and almost win, and would have won if it wasn't because of a couple drop passes. I think 
I think he did really impressive. I didn't think the Colts were going to make the playoffs because of Phillip Rivers. This is the fact that they made the playoffs and they had a chance to win. Um, but like I said, he's always had bad luck. It's always a drop pass. Something costing it's always, him. It's always you, you, something costing them, somebody fumbling and going back for a pick six or – um, how many years have you said? Always something, how many years have been in the league? He's had the worst luck. Uh, I'm sorry, there's no years. such thing as 17, 17 years, years of bad luck. Like, at some point, you're just not that good. I'm sorry. <laughs> at some point, <laughs> you got to look in the mirror and realize it's it's you. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no such thing as yeah, 17 you're, years you're of good, bad luck. But not, but, not, but not great. You just ain't got it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you're right. He's averaged a lot of uh, interceptions in his career. He's has 209 interceptions. Let me say this. He's definitely the biggest loser. If you give I tell you that, but... Jameis Winston 17 years of starting, I guarantee you he'll put up the exact same stats. And will we ever put him in the Hall of Fame category in the Hall of Fame conversation? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like I guarantee you, he would put up the identical numbers, if not more yards and more touchdowns. He'll put up identical numbers, and that man's name would never be mentioned in the same sentence as Hall of Fame. So I think that gives you an answer right there. <laughs> but but I feel like they're gonna put him in the second ballot. Hall of Famer just because he's fifth all time in passing yards. Like they like that like that's a that's a deal. Like he's higher than Dan Marino when it comes to passing yards and um stats of that of that nature. So when you're when you're higher than you know Hall of Famers already that's just going to make you a first ballot. I mean, not first ballot, second ballot. Well, I guess it goes back. Um, so, is he gonna is he gonna sneak in there? Is he is he, he's not gonna get in there quick. He's gonna end up getting there maybe like okay. four or five years down the line. I think like they're gonna have to re- they're gonna have to consider him like later on. And be like, eh, <laughs> who are we gonna throw in here? I well, I was gonna say it goes back to um. You know what I'm saying? Also, this conversation I was gonna say is is uh Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? You know, which is the opposite end of the spectrum, where he doesn't have as many stats, but he does have the Super Bowl wins. Oh yeah, and and I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I've agreed that Eli is a Hall of Famer. Um, granted, is he not the greatest? But I mean, shoot, he's right behind Philip Rivers. I mean, Eli's thrown fifty-seven thousand yards plus. Um, I mean. Like Eli <laughs> won two Super Bowls. Eli don't got to prove nothing. That man can hold up two else. fingers. You know what I'm saying? He got his chips. Yep. So <laughs> he he he's in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame, and that's and I'm in the first ballot Hall of Famer. Just because I don't care how many turnovers he created, how bad his team has been the past couple of years, it doesn't matter. He's proven himself when it needed to be proven, and that's and that's what it was. Um, but I mean, Philip Rivers hits that elite club past six sixty k. You know what I'm saying? Once you hit past sixty k, it's like okay, like we <laughs> gotta throw you a bone. So, um, I mean, 
yeah, man, I just think he's going to end up being in the Hall of Fame and snug in there uh, four or five years down the line. And, I mean, we're just looking at all these teams, like, like all these quarterbacks, like, sheesh. Drew Brees has 80,000 passing yards. That's crazy. Man, that is. That is a lot. Wow. 80,000. That's impressive. 158 That's impressive. yards. And to the, and the take, they were teammates at one point. That's crazy. 19 seasons. And that is mind-blowing. That's mind-blowing. He didn't play for two years behind Phillip Rivers. I mean, Phillip Rivers didn't play for two years um, behind Drew Brees because of that. Um, Tom Brady's right behind him at 79, which is going to end up passing him next year because that's what Tom Brady does. But still, that's just crazy, man. Like, wow. Um, But this uh, we're ended up going into another segment of our show um, that we've tried the last, I think, two times or whatever. But it's called "Would You Rather," um, and we're just putting people in scenarios of, you know, sports scenarios of who would you rather be in these moments. Um, Corey, you Ooh. got you got do a I, who would I, you rather I. this week? Uh, yeah, I. I... Real quick for you. Um, we'll, we'll go with my boy, Roy. We'll go ahead and give you a chance to give us just – you don't have to give us a full synopsis, but if you can just give us kind of a quick answer of who you'd rather have in these situations. Uh, so if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you're Steve Nash, you got to choose two of your stars. Would you rather have Harden on the court with KD or would you rather have Kyrie on the court with KD? Harden. Give me Harden. Okay, okay. Harden with KD. Uh, I just – Harden also looks to pass. Kyrie will dribble the clock out and shoot the fadeaway three. <laughs> facts, facts. Okay. Uh, Jay, you want to give him one? Very true. Very true. Um, okay. Mm. If you are Trevor Lawrence going to obviously in this NFL draft, um, let me reverse that. Let me reverse that. If you are the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay, you're the GM, who would you rather your first pick to be? Would it be Trevor Lawrence? Trevor man. Lawrence or Justin Fields? <laughs> Hands down. Um, I just. And why? Justin Fields, even in college, has shown he's had bad games. I mean, you can take Northwest, the Northwestern game before the playoffs. And then you can take the Alabama game just with two of his last three, you know. Um, whereas Trevor Lawrence, even when Ido Clemson lost mm. to Ohio State, he still put up numbers. He still did what he had to. It was a defense that couldn't stop anybody. And I think Trevor Lawrence has shown more consistency mm. than Justin Fields has. Mm. Let me let me put a wrench in there. You are the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you have an option between your first pick being Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, or trading that number one overall pick for Deshaun Watson. Who are you going with? As much as I love the proven <laughs> commodity of Deshaun Watson, wow. I would hate to trade the potential of Trevor Lawrence to your division mm. rival and have to deal with that for the next 10 okay, to 15 okay. years. 
Where, whereas Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence will also allow you to have a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. contract, which you can build your team around. Whereas Deshaun Watson has a huge cap hit this coming year and will kind of like limit your ability to build a team around him. Facts. Facts. Yeah, he does. He is getting paid next year. Yes, sir. Very next smart. five years. <laughs> <laughs> Super pain. Exactly. Super pain. Um. Yeah, that was good, man. That was good. Uh, those are some really good uh, questions. Um, I think um, this is something that you know, barbershop talk. You know what I'm saying? Like we can just talk about little things and topics as we're going through that are happening. Um, instead of being, like, organized. So that's something that we've been trying to do. And I think that was really good because mm-hmm. those are no, some really a, deep definitely. scenarios that could actually happen. <laughs> so um, we'll see what the near future holds. But we are getting into our favorite part of the show, which is our trivia. So we are going to get into these questions. And... Um, See what y'all know, man. It's going to be a little NFL-based. So, let's see what y'all got. So, for the first question, which American football team won mm-hmm. the first two mm-hmm. Super Bowls? Uh, I, guys, I'm sorry. I have Hello? to drop off, man. I oh, no, all good. All good. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Yes, sir. No, Thank no you worries. guys for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Yes, sir. No problem. All right, Corey. <laughs> so we're going to see. I got to get the show. That's what I'm saying. You can't move. Um, what, what American football team won the first two Super Bowl champion Super Bowls in 1967 and 1968? Was it A, Pittsburgh Steelers, B, Green Bay Packers, Ooh. C, New York uh, Jets, or D, with. Dallas Cowboys. What was is Pittsburgh still? What was choice B? Green Bay Packers. I want to go with the Packers. Green Bay Packers. Final answer. Cheesehead. Final answer? Hey, let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's go. You are correct. You are correct. It is B. It is B. The Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Let's go. A baby is that a baby? It's a fan. You know, Carolina? Anyways. Um, uh, so, next question. <laughs> Which NFL team? Appeared in four consecutive Super Bowls from 1991 to 1994 and lost them all. Was it A, the Eagles, B, the Giants, C, the oh, Bills, that's a question. Uh, or B, the Raiders? I don't believe the Raiders have been that many times. I don't think the Bills have either. Can you give me A and B one more time? Eagles and Giants. Uh, I just know the Eagles, Eagles have always a, had bad luck. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Final answer. A. Oh, 
really? Ooh, mm. It was the Bills. It was the Bills. Yeah, man. Mm. Bills. John Kelly. I hate to be him. He went to the Super Bowl four times. Wow. Four I did not know straight, that. I definitely did not know that. Lost every wow. single one. Dang. Shout out John <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yeah, man. He has the worst <laughs> luck ever. Um, oh, shout out John Kelly, though. <laughs> he beat cancer. That's oh, one thing he did beat. Oh man, <laughs> that wasn't even funny, but yes, <laughs> he did beat that. Yeah, so, at, least, at least he made it better Jack than Kelly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still healthy out there, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> um oh, who is the youngest player to be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame? Um, is it going to be Chuck Ben Benarki? B, Alvin Bethay, C, Gail Sayers. Uh, I'm going with Gail Sayers. Chant Bailey. Because I have no clue what those first two dudes were. But I'm going with Gail Sayers. <laughs> hey. There we go. Yeah, man, you're correct. That was Gail Sayers. Was the youngest um, and the fastest. Oh, dang, I did not know that. I did not know that. He only played seven seasons. Okay. Yeah, he only played seven seasons with the Chicago Bears. And, um, yeah, man, he just – he literally took off for those seven seasons. I think he led the rushing every year that year, those years he played. And, um, yeah, he ended up get in and get out. Do your stuff and get out. So, um, yes. yeah, man, that was cool. But, bro, this was pretty dope. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Boy, Second time guest. We appreciate you. Sorry to leave us, but, you know, I appreciate mm-hmm. you being on the show. Um, we are really good. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, this was mm-hmm. a really good conversation. Can't wait for these games the next couple of days. So, looking forward to it, man. Other than that. Everybody, mm-hmm. gonna wrap this thing up. Mask up. Everybody stay healthy out there. Wear your mask. <laughs> it's gonna be a better year, I promise. Can't and be any we worse. Gonna, we gonna ride this thing out, twenty twenty one. I promise. I promise. I promise you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is episode five yep. from the Nosebleeds. Out of there. Y'all tune in and check us out for next week's show. Okay. Peace. Wrap. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice and short and yeah, sweet. Yeah, man, it's a wrap. I think I think that was pretty good. Um. Yep. Exactly. We got straight. We got straight to the point for the most part, and um, we're able to get uh-huh. a lot of other things in there that 